Welcome to I Can't Wait to Tell You, a podcast I created to share with you my knowledge, stories, and ideas on everything from manifestation and meditation to money, sex and relationships, self-love and body image, and life in general. I want you to know that you are not your thoughts, that you can choose your thoughts, and thus you and only you create your reality. It's time for you to take control of your life and let joy and abundance be your natural state of being. We all deserve to make some magic, so let's jump right in because there are so many things I can't wait to tell you. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of I Can't Wait to Tell You. My name is Casey Edward. Thank you, as always, for being here. The intention of this podcast is to help you thrive spiritually, mentally, physically, and emotionally. As always, take what you need from me and my guests and leave the rest. I do want to say that not everything I say will be for you, just not like everything every guest I have on says things that are 100% true for me. My goal is to put out information that I think will be helpful, healing, and educational so that we can all try new things and consciously create life as it goes. Today's episode is going to be all about victim mentality and victimhood and how we can shift out of that victim mentality, take our power back, and start creating a life by design. Before we dive into that, I do have an exciting little offer. I've been thinking about, at the beginning of every episode, you've probably heard I do a little ad. And what I want to do now is offer this ad space to companies or entrepreneurs who think that it would be a good fit for them. So if you listen to the show and you're a coach or a healer or you have a company or a product that you want shouted out on the show, you can purchase ads now. And that way I can be giving back to the community by having people in the community, having their services or powers helping. And it just stays all in the family. <laughs> so what you can do is you can email I can't wait podcast at gmail.com. There's no apostrophes or anything. I can't wait podcast at gmail.com and we will get back to you. So if you want some more information on that, let me know. And that's going to be a fun little way for me to be able to keep the show going, but also to like give back in a way, because that way we can all just be having our magic, our magic within within our space. So today we are going to be talking about victim mentality. The layout of this episode is going to be, I'm going to read from a website I found, a therapy website I found, the mentality states of victim mentality, that I'm going to be giving some tips on how to shift out of victim mentality, and we'll talk about those. And then I'm going to give some examples of times where I, in my life, was in victim mode or victim mentality and how I got myself out of them. That way, we can all just like, when I say the intention of this show is to help you thrive, sometimes that's going to be healing, sometimes that's going to be meditation, and other times it's going to be stepping into your badassery by saying, okay, enough of playing small, enough of believing the small thoughts, it's time for me to step into my effing power. So that's where we're going today. So let me pull up here the signs of victim mentality. And this is from a website I found called Choosing Therapy. So I'm just going to read these off. Stating that people are better off without them. Dramatizing insignificant events, which we will talk a lot about in this episode. I think that dramatizing insignificant events is probably the most common because gossip, drama, letting those things build up when it's so silly, that's a very common one. Learned helplessness, 
fixation on negative events or trauma, lack of empathy, low self-esteem, needing excessive attention, blaming others for their actions, being easily angered, irritated, or agitated, and or severe self-pity. So when you're in victim mentality, you have this mentality, this thought process, this perception that the world is against you. Nothing is working out. Everyone is against me. And like I said, and we're going to get into these, we're just going to get into these. A lot of them are more common than we realize. And so the goal is to start recognizing them in ourselves and fixing them. And also to be quite frank, recognizing that if we're surrounded by people in victim mentality, that maybe it's time to step out of those relationships, which we'll get to. So let's dive into some of the ways that you can shift out of victim mentality and take your power back. Number one, understand money, make your own money, understand your money and make your own budget. I think and I know because I've witnessed and I've experienced that a lot of people are in victimhood because of money. So they're saying, there's not enough money. There's not enough jobs. I don't have enough money. I can't make enough money. My spouse doesn't make enough money. And I'm here to tell you to cut that story out. You have the ability to make money. You have the ability to understand money. You have the ability to look at your bank account and see how much is going out and how much is coming in. You have the ability to make a budget if that feels right. You have the ability and the power and the brain to be able to have a successful, clear, free financial financial situation, an autonomous financial financial situation, good God, financial, <laughs> financial situation on your own on your own accord. And we have a society where, I mean, especially when you think about the paradigm of women literally not being able to be in the workplace because men were the breadwinners and women were the family providers and the family keepers. And so for a long time, women literally could not be the person, could not be autonomous with their money. Like they couldn't even open bank accounts. And so now, especially for women, I will say, but for everyone, Can we be autonomous and strong with our finances? This is so important because in your subconscious, you know, I have the foundation for a life to take care of myself. Now, if you're in a thriving relationship and your partner makes more money and that's working, great. I really do think though that just knowing that you're making money or that you're doing something with the money, or maybe the dynamic is that your partner makes all the money and you take care of the money. I think there is so much power in having a say, in having a hand in our own finances. So that is number one. Number two, do things for yourself. Don't wait for others. And I'm going to get into this in the examples that I give as well, but something that I hear when I, was, when I was coaching, something I heard from clients, but also something that you hear from friends a lot is, well, you know, I want a partner to do X, Y, and Z. And heck yeah, manifest that partner. And the quickest way to manifest that partner that's going to go on hikes with you or get ice cream with you is by doing it yourself. Don't wait for others. Don't wait to go do something that you really want to do until someone else can do it. Because what if someone else can't do it? with you? What if that partner isn't supposed to come into your life for another month or two? 
you can do things on your own. And going back to one of the signs of victim mentality or victimhood being like needing excessive attention. Can you be alone? Can you do things alone? Can that feel good? It doesn't have to be all the time. I'm in a relationship, but I went out and took myself out to dinner this week. I do things on my own all the time. I don't wait for others. Sure, I ask people if they want to come with me sometimes, but if they can't, I'm still going to do the thing that I want to do. So number two is do things for yourself. Don't wait for others. Number three, I've probably mentioned this in some shape or form on like every episode of the show, but this is a huge one. Heal your trauma instead of blaming things on it. Do the inner work. Once you have done it, let those old story goes. So do the inner work. And once you have done the inner work, be the person who is in a different story. Because something I do want to say is when I'm saying shift out of victim mentality, that is not to say that something did not happen to you where you were a victim. It could be very well the case. Many of us have had times where we were the victim of something unpleasant. And that could be, it could be something very grand and very traumatic. It could be something small that was still traumatic. We all have had times where we might have been the victim, but here's the thing. You get to live your life past that. And how you're going to do that is by healing the trauma. Because once the trauma, once you face it, once you feel it, once you let it go. And again, there's like 5 million episodes on the show where you can learn to do that. Once you let it go, then you can say, okay, who am I now? Who am I now? Because that's no longer you. The trauma in the past, that's not you right now. Don't stay in that. Those things might be what made you. But if you keep living in the story of those things, then the inner work was for nothing. And you're going to keep manifesting the same things over and over. So once you do the work, then decide on a new story and Keep your mind, this is, this is going to be another episode eventually on like mindset, really, really on the, on the muscle of mindset. Keep your mindset in the now, in the present, in the stories that you want. I have mantras written down next to my laptop right now. And I just keep, it's a practice. You guys i have been practicing for years and it's getting easier, but it's a practice. It's a muscle. Just like you wouldn't expect to just be jacked after one time going to the gym, you can't expect to just all of a sudden be a positive person telling positive stories and having positive perceptions. It is a muscle that we must flex. So heal your trauma instead of blaming things on it and take control of your story. Because then what happens is once the trauma is gone and once the story is better, things become way less of a big deal. Going back to that, like the, the drama thing, like not much can, can shake me or make me feel some type of way. Like I'm pretty laid back now. (laughs) Like, and that's not to say that I'm not passionate or that, but like things happen, life happens. And if you're someone who just like is walking around with trauma or unfulfilling stories or stories that are keeping you stuck, every little thing is going to be a setback rather than a challenge to overcome and spur you into more growth, right? So that's number three, which I feel like I could talk about for 20 minutes, but I'm going to stop myself there. Number four, stop giving your power away over minutia and start recognizing when you're blaming others for how you feel. You have the power to decide how you feel. And it is mind blowing to me. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I've never been someone who has been into like gossip 
or drama. Like I always just been like, why? <laughs> like I'm like waving my hands. Like I just, no, like no. So stop giving your power away over minutia. St- let me explain that further. You are this powerful effing being <laughs> who can create and design your life and think thoughts that are going to aid you in living this beautiful life and experiencing a beautiful life and creating fantastic things and being in service and being powerful and strong. And you're getting all worked up about what she or he said to you last week or what that your coffee was wrong or whatever. Like, Stop. <laughs> Like, you know, I'm going to keep it real with you. Just stop, stop it. And if you're around people, and again, we're going to get to this a little bit more. If you're around people who are doing that all the time, maybe it's time to shift your circle a little bit. What are you talking about? What are you spending your sacred energy and brilliant, your sacred brilliance on? Like, are you bringing yourself down to this level of just like complaining and venting? I'm going to give you a rule of thumb that has changed my life. When people vent to me, I will listen to them vent once. This is what I, this is what I say. I will listen to them vent once. So like, I'm here for you. I'm listening. We, you just get it all out. We all need that. I vent, you vent. We all vent. We need that sometimes. If you come to me for a second time venting with no solution, I'm going to cut you off. I'm going to say, okay, we've done this. What is the solution now? And I do that for myself as well. Have one time to be human, to vent, sure. And then if it's still coming up, okay, what's the solution? Then I'm going to change this. I'm not staying in this. That is a fantastic, that's like, I love that. (laughs) That's like a strong ass boundary that I have of like, yeah, I will listen once. And don't get me wrong. I'm not like keeping count or anything, but like say someone keeps coming to you with the same thing. We, we all have that, or we've been that person. I'm that person sometimes. And I know that the people around me are going to be like, okay, but what are we going to do about it now? Instead of just going on and on and being in that vibration, right? So stop giving your power away over minutia. Number five. And this is something that I have really been thinking about recently. Don't let other people's opinions of you be your story. What I mean by this is you know yourself better than anyone else. Do you have compassion for yourself? Do you have a strong foundation of self-love? In other words, do you have your own back? What I used to find myself, what I used to find happening to me was I had no backbone of self-love or self-compassion or self-knowing. I, I, I had never been like, who am I though? And so whenever I was in a relationship that wasn't great or just surrounded by people who were not nice and they said something about me, I would just believe it. I'd say, you're right. I'm not good enough. I should do this. Oh my God, I'm always hurting people, all of this stuff. And then as I started to get older and, and wiser or whatever, and also when I started to put my foot down and be like, no, I'm not accepting that. I started to be like, okay, my intentions, my intentions are pure. My intention is always to be kind. I feel that I am a good human. I have good intentions. I try my best. I am loving. I have my own back. So if someone were to come to me and say, you know what? I don't think you could do that podcast. I don't think it's going to be successful because you're not good enough. I'd say, that's really nice of you to give me some feedback. I'm that, that goodbye. <laughs> you have to have this level. And similarly, 
in relationships. If, if I have had a relationship before where I started to heal in the relationship and towards the end of the relationship, once I was feeling very healed, I started recognizing, oh, this person is coming to me and saying, you're this, you're that, you make me feel this way. And I started to see, oh, none of that's true though, actually. None of that's true. And so it's time for me to move on because I know the truth of who I am. Now, I'm not saying to not have self-awareness or if someone comes to you and says, this is how you made me feel, to be like, well, that sucks because I know that I'm great. No, (laughs) if someone comes to you and says, well, this thing that you did or this thing that you said made me feel this way, have a conversation about it, right? Of course, of course. But do you see what I'm saying? So many people could use this foundation of knowing of themselves and of having that backbone. Okay, so those those are those tips. And we're going to get into examples of times that I have kept myself in victim mode and, and some more some more like tips or, or information will come from this. But so, all right, so let's dive into here. So this we already talked a little bit about, but when I want something, so either when I want like a physical something, let's say flowers, or if I want to have an experience, sometimes I would wait on a partner or a friend to do the activity or get the thing. And that's just not fair to anyone. That's not fair to me because I want to do the thing. And it's not fair to my partner or to a friend because if they don't want to, then I'm like, oh, well, I never want to do this thing that I want to do. (laughs) No, you can buy yourself the flowers as Miley is saying. And she's been on the top charts for like, I don't know, 10, 12 weeks now with that. Cause everyone's like, yeah, I can buy myself flowers. You can buy yourself flowers. And also you can go for a walk by yourself. Sure. Sometimes if you want someone to go with you, be like, okay, I, I, I need you to come with me this time. Can, can we find a compromise? Right. But like do, do it on your own, buy your own flowers. Right. So that's something that I've learned a lot. Not waiting, not waiting for others. The next one is I, I had times where I was not realistic, nor was I taking control of my financial situation. I was getting stuck in like the ignorance is bliss. So if I'm being honest, there was a time where like, as I learned about spirituality, I was like flow and good vibes. And it was okay because as I was in that, I had to heal my nervous system anyway. So it was actually good that I was like, I can only be around good vibes right now because it was very healing. But it was almost like I then, as I progressed, was like, okay, but now now I can handle a little bit of stress. Now I need to look at things. My financial situation is not working. And instead of being like, everything's going to work out. The universe is going to provide. I went to a friend, Mina, who's been on the show before. And I was like, okay, so this financial thing is happening to me. And she was like, yeah, dude, like stop waiting on the universe. You just got to take some more action. And I was like, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. So there's like a level of like spirituality and knowing things are going to happen and being realistic. And I know that like sometimes, like, listen, I love dreaming and I love being unrealistic with goals and it's okay to say, okay, but I don't have enough money in my bank account to pay my bills. And so I'm going to need to get a job. (laughs) And so now I know my finances. I know my money. I go over it. It's so empowering. I have a job and I have a business and it's just, it's the best. It's the best. So by not knowing my finances, I was keeping myself in victim mode. F that ish. Now I know. The next one, I used to let my thoughts run astray and I used to believe the small thoughts that would come in my head. As you may know, if you've ever listened to the show, I used to struggle with intense anxiety, like extreme anxiety. And any little thought that came into my head, I would believe it. If it was intrusive, I'd let it freak me out. I have come a long way in just 
our minds, you guys, our minds are our minds. Like sometimes I'll have a thought and like, I just watch it and I'm like, no, no, I'm not believing that. I'm literally definitely not going down that road. I don't feel that way. I feel abundant. I feel great. Like you get to decide what's going on in your mind. Stop believing the small thoughts. Stop letting your thoughts run astray. I meditate every single morning and I make sure that I set the intention for my day. I think a few thoughts that start my day off well. And as I go throughout the day, you can literally notice when a thought starts making you feel some type of way and stop that shit when you can <laughs> as you're starting. And again, the six practice, but you'll see a thought come in and then just be like, no, no. But I used to not do that. I used to not know how to. And as the time has went on, it becomes easier to have that ironclad discipline of not believing the thoughts that are not going to serve you. And then the final one, and I think that this is a really, really big one. I, for a long time, stayed in relationships that were holding me down or holding me back. And again, listen, that's, do you see how even just by saying that, I was like, this relationship is holding me down or holding me back? Well, I could have left. So basically what I'm saying is I would stay in a relationship and then blame that relationship for my unhappiness. And this does not need to just be a significant other. This can be friends and this can be family. This can be whoever you feel is doing that thing that I said, where like you're starting to heal and then someone's coming at you and saying, you make me feel like this, you're this, that, and the other thing. And you're like, no, I'm not. And I'm done with this. And I also, I'm going to do another episode on the people that you surround yourself with, but it really matters. Are you surrounding yourself with, are you in relationships with people who will mirror that self-love that you've, you've put into yourself? You want to surround yourself with people who hype you up and have your back and who will say, well, you're being an asshole. Can you stop? And you're like, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, of course they keep it real, but also they see the best in you. You see the best in them. You lift each other up. You inspire each other. You feel that each other's dreams can come to fruition Stop staying in relationships and friendships that are in that minutia that we talked about earlier, that are in the drama, that are just, ah, uh, no. <laughs> now, listen, if, if it's family, if it's family or if it's people who are going to be in your life forever, take it with a grain of salt. Like, take it with a grain of salt. If you're at the family dinner, I know so many people who have dynamics of like, I don't know, maybe it's politics, maybe it's, it's food and weight loss and all that. Take it with a grain of salt and be like, okay, you know, I'm going to hold my vibration. I know who I am. I'm not going there. It is what it is. Right. And just kind of making it light. But, but for the relationships that you do not need to be in, if you do not need to be in them, let that shit go. Let it go. You get to be, you get to be surrounded by people who love you and support you. You get to be in a relationship. Mm. Homies, you get to be in a relationship that serves you. My God, that serves you. Where you're autonomous and independent and supported. That's the thing I love about my relationship. We're both so independent and driven in our own right. And then we come together and it's beautiful and it's fun and it's supportive and it's cute. And, <laughs> and my friends, my friends, my friend circle has changed a lot in the past few years and my friends are all supportive and wonderful and I feel safe around them. We have, we have talks about this all the time. Like we feel safe around each other. They're not, they're not on, they're not off the hinges. They're, they're not going to be triggered by anything you do. Like 
they're in a good place too. And it's not to say that people need to be perfect, but we, I will speak for myself. I was in relationships and friendships where people were in the minutia, were triggered so easily that it was like walking on eggshells and that's not where we get to be. Take your power back and go and put yourself into situations that feel good, that feel good, that feel right, that feel empowering, that make you feel confident and secure because ultimately this is what this show is about. This is what this episode is about. You and only you are the creator of your life, of this lifetime. You and only you get to decide on the feelings and the thoughts and the emotions that go on in your inner world. You and only you can heal yourself so that having nice thoughts, having great, powerful emotions, having really nice stories go on as your narrative, you and only you can heal yourself so that it can be easy for that to happen. You and only you, literally only you, can make sure that the thoughts in your head are serving you and serving humanity. And you and only you can decide what situations you put yourself in. You are that powerful. And anytime you find yourself saying, woe is me, cut that ish out and <laughs> say, no, I'm a badass, strong female, badass, strong man, whatever you are, whoever you are, you can, you will, you are. Yeah. So, okay. (laughs) That is our episode on victim mentality, shifting out of it, taking your power back. If you find this show to be helpful, please do share it with others. That's the best way. You know, word of mouth is still the OG way of, of spreading things. So please share it with a friend. If you find it valuable, please leave a review and comment wherever you listen. Um, I'm going to start doing, if you listen on Spotify, I know most of you are listening on Apple Podcasts, but there is a handful of you that, there are a handful of you. There is a handful. Hand, there is a handful of you that listen on Spotify, and there's a fun thing where you can do polls now. So I'm going to be putting polls up, um, like you can vote, and I can see what you're thinking and feeling about episodes. So that's going to be fun. Um, and then you can follow along with the show on Instagram. I can't wait. Dot podcast. I think <laughs> that'll be in the show notes. I don't have a, an Instagram anymore. Um, but we're there. And then the final way is there is like a fun little thing where at the bottom of every show, you can buy me a coffee. So it's like the way to support me is to buy me a coffee. I drink coffee every day and it's a really fun way to just like, it's like we're having coffee together, but you know, you're just like, this is my way of showing you gratitude. And honestly, like my love language is coffee and food and cuddles. So I know you can't give me cuddles or cook for me. Nor, nor would anyone want that. That's pretty weird. But okay, we're going to wrap it up here. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you guys soon.